Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. Has it really only been a week (laughs) since we last spoke? It feels like a lifetime. I can tell you I've aged about a decade, but I'm still standing. Firstly, a massive thank you for every single message you have sent of support, of empathy, of anything. An emoji, if you've sent that. Thank you so much, whether it's been on Twitter at Walker Sam or the Facebook group. Just search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries or on Instagram at Sam Walker Radio. When I've been freaking out in the middle of the night, when I panicked when the doorbell rang in our new house, really, your messages have meant so much. I owe you a pint of gin. (laughs) Ta. So the week that's lasted a month started with us leaving town. Being as we were between homes, we bundled the girls and the dog into an RV and got the hell out of Dodge, heading south past Tucson into the glorious south of the southwest. I just adore this part of Arizona, pin straight roads heading across vast plains, bordered by huge imposing mountains which seem almost to explode out of the valley floor. With so few other cars on the road, it takes little imagination to picture cowboys and outlaws galloping across the landscape towards the wild and wicked towns that made up this lawless part of the state really not that long ago. We stayed in a beautiful national park near Karchner Caverns, massive living caves that were only discovered about 40 years ago. We swung by Tombstone and dropped in on the gunfight at the OK Corral and wandered around the winding streets of Bisbee, a town which I really want to spend some more time in. It's just 10 or so miles from the Mexican border. On the drive back to Phoenix, we stayed the night at Picacho Peak, a three-plus thousand-foot mountain between Casa Grande and Tucson. We were the only people on the whole campsite, so we treated it as our very own desert retreat. It was weird, actually, but... The closer we got to Phoenix, the more anxious I felt. So on Monday morning, I woke up about 3.30 and I just could not get back to sleep. I wandered out from the RV and sat alone on a rock and watched the sunrise over the desert. I saw enormous black-tailed jackrabbits playing, so big. I thought they were baby deer from a distance, massive. Loads of cotton-tailed bunnies too, a myriad of lizards and one brown snake who I decided to let get on with its life from a distance. It was just beautiful. We managed to overcome the temptation to ditch everything we own and drive off in the RV forever and got ready for the big move on Tuesday. Our fourth house in about 14 months. I did have a wild fantasy as we set off at 6am to collect our van from the desert. What if it had gone? (laughs) What if everything we own had been driven off? There was a bit of me that was quite excited by that thought, but it was still there, thankfully, on a patch of land just north of Phoenix. Dave drove the car to the new house while I wrestled with the 26-foot beast again. And within two minutes of getting in, this. Oh, the dashboard was lit up like a Christmas tree. It seemed everything was broken. But I decided that by hook or by ruddy crook, I was getting to my new house. I wasn't going to let that blooming van stop me. I drove through thankfully empty streets at 20 miles an hour and limped onto the driveway of our new house with steam coming out of the bonnet, sobbing with the stress and then the relief of the whole ridiculous situation. Oh, Unpacking the van was, well... Unpacking a van, thrilling. But with the help of our friend Will and some hired muscle, we all got it all done within a couple of hours. Done in, I went inside the new house to get a drink. (laughs) There was no water. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, you heard it. No water in Phoenix in the summer. Dave called up the water board. Oh, they said Breezley. We turned it off today. Is this an outstanding bill? <laughs> Um, no, there isn't, says Dave. We literally just moved in. We can't owe you anything and we've paid up in our last house. Oh, no. The outstanding bill's from your landlord. But he doesn't live here. But he's the owner. But he does not live here. We do. We don't owe you any money. It's our water you've cut off. It's 40 degrees outside. It's a pandemic. Oh, we called the landlord thinking, please, please don't be another lunatic. He apologised profusely, paid the bill, sent us a screenshot. Phew. We called back the water board. Oh, we can't see the bill's been paid, they said. (laughs) We quoted them the payment reference number from their website. Oh, right. Well, we do need to wait for the banking division to confirm that. That's going to take up to 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) But he's just paid online. It's on your system. We have the proof. What are we meant to drink for the next 24 hours? How do we go to the loo? It's 40 degrees outside. What a mean man alive. I will spare you the following two hours of ranting at various supervisors and blah and cut to the ending where a man in a truck came and turned our water back on at four o'clock. Hooray. I mean, I know I wanted an adventure, but is there an off switch anywhere just for a minute? Headlines for the move, well, the TV didn't make it. Meh, what do you do? The bottle of champagne I bought to mark the new beginning, well, Lila opened the fridge in a hurry and it fell out of the door and smashed on the floor. It's just beyond parody, isn't it? So the next chapter begins. I'm not going to lie, I'm not sleeping brilliantly. I still feel a surge of panic when the phone rings or the text alert goes off, despite blocking the evil one on all platforms. But each day is getting better. Our new house is lovely. I think we're going to be really happy here. I hope so. One thing I have learned is when you pack up a house in a panic, you have absolutely no idea what on earth you're going to find in each box. It's like opening a tin that's lost its label. Is this peaches or dog food? Who knows? This morning I opened one box that contained shampoo, a bag of sugar, Monopoly, some towels, one trainer and a microphone stand. This is going to take some time. I'll see you in the desert.